Well, unless you've been living under a rock, it's likely you've heard the name Jean-Baptiste Point du Sable a little bit this year. Du Sable was a black man who is credited as Chicago's first non-indigenous settler. And in June, the Chicago City Council voted to rename Lakeshore Drive for Du Sable. But that plan was not without its detractors, and even Mayor Lori Lightfoot opposed renaming the famed roadway at one point. Now, this really isn't the first dust-up over naming a public space to honor DuSable. We've got TikTok Chicago historian Sherman Dilla Thomas with me uh, to talk a little bit about the life of the intrepid Jean-Baptiste Point DuSable and the long fight for recognition for Chicago's founder. Hey, Dilla. Hey, Lisa. So a lot of people, you, you might know the DuSable basics. Uh, uh, it's believed that he was born in Haiti sometime around 1745, and he eventually settled on the northern bank of the Chicago River. He owned and operated a trading post there. What else do we need to know about him? His father was a French pirate, and he, his mother was a Haitian enslaved person. Um, his mother died. He ended up on a ship with his father. But just the ability to be on a pirate ship during that time uh, meant you needed to be able to speak different languages. So even that in itself is quite amazing. All right. And then when he came to Chicago, he opened his trading post. And what did it mean for a black man to own land and run the successful business? And this was in the 1780s, like 240 years ago. What did that mean? Oh, well, it was exceptionally rare. That's uh, exactly true. It can't be overlooked that the trade routes that he established uh, went on to establish Fort Dearborn, which, um, you know, we're famous for. That's right down near, you know, Michigan Avenue and, and Wacker Drive. Yeah, absolutely. DuSable owned all the land north of the Chicago River from the Lake Michigan to, say, maybe present-day Ashland mm -hmm. from the Chicago River, which would be the south portion of his land, and went as far north as uh, Chicago Avenue. So the first election in Chicago's history was built what was held in the cabin that he built. The first marriage was held in the cabin that he built. The first birth of a white child in Chicago occurred in the cabin that he built. And we're we're slow to honor that. And that's that's kind of sad. Didn't Kinsey get those honors? Well, so John Kinsey has the dubious honor of for a long time being considered Chicago's founding father. He's most certainly Chicago's first murderer. Um, he it famously or infamously killed a guy by the name of John Lelime in uh, Fort Dearborn. Uh, but it's, to, it's exactly as you said, he knew that he purchased that cabin and all the fine furnishings that was in that cabin uh, that we displayed at the Columbia World's Exposition of 1893 as Kinsey's cabin it was really DeSable's cabin. And we just continued to perpetuate his story for a couple decades. You know, there was a lot of pushback when Lakeshore Drive was renamed. Uh, and this is not the first time there was pushback against naming any kind of public space uh, for DuSable. Well, that fight goes all the way back to the beginning of Chicago's inception. We're uh, world famous for our Columbian World's Exposition of 1893. And even then, people like Ida B. Wells and Frederick Douglass were fighting for him to be recognized as Chicago's first uh, non-indigenous permanent resident. Dilla, you know, why is it essential to have landmarks and monuments named after not just DuSable, but other notable black Chicagoans? Well, not just having those landmarks named after notable black Chicagoans, but having those landmarks and spaces that all Chicagoans can see. Uh, we don't do a great job of honoring minorities and, and 
true public spaces that I think we hide the impact that those people had on um, not only those particular neighborhoods, but on the city as a whole. Ida B. Wells Barnett is credited with Chicago's inception of kindergarten. She's also one of the first uh, exoneration activists. Uh, that helps all Chicagoans. And it's a shame that her monument is, is hidden off in a street that you'll never drive down unless you know someone on that block. Um, but that's the Chicago story in minorities trying to fight for their proper recognition in a city that wealth, for all practical purposes, was founded by uh, uh, Haitian African-American. Sherman Dilla Thomas is an urban historian, and you can find him right here at WBEZ and on TikTok. Thanks for joining us, Dilla. Thank you, Lisa. You're listening to 91.5.